You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil and welcome to Disney Trivia. If you listen to our show normally week to week, you'll know that we're a uh, weekly uh, pub trivia style podcast, uh, sort of a game show format. Uh, And we hope that if you are a current listener that you uh, enjoyed us enough to check out this Disney bonus trivia. If you haven't heard our show before, um, today is just going to be a uh, part one of a Disney tournament uh, trivia game. Uh, And I'm joined here by one of our co-hosts, Matt. How's it going, Matt? It's going good. Yeah, we didn't have March Madness to bet on with brackets this year, so we thought we'd come up with something else. It's a a whole new world for us, but we're doing it, and Disney, etc. That is correct. There is a Magic Kingdom worth of trivia, uh, Disney trivia, so um, don't worry, we're not going to use any more Disney puns like that. But we will say, of all the trivia podcasts, we like to consider ourselves the eggshell-cased version of a trivia podcast. We're special. Keep us. We're going to be worth something many years down the road, hopefully. Or they're going to lock us in the vault either way. Right. Yeah, we we could be part of the moratorium. Uh, That was actually, by the way, that was my favorite thing working at Blockbuster was when someone came up to uh, try to get a Disney movie. I was loving where I'd go on the computer, type in the words and have to go, I'm sorry, ma'am, it's in the moratorium. Uh, (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, we're joined by four wonderful competitors uh, who signed up to be part of this Disney tournament. And uh, let's just introduce them so we can get right to the questions. So our first competitor uh, is Taylor Cook. Uh, Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your favorite Disney movie, and what Disney character you would be for a day, if you could. Hi, yeah. Uh, Well, I'm Taylor. I'm coming from the tropical paradise of Boston, Massachusetts right now. Um, I'd say probably my favorite Disney movie of all time would be a Goofy movie. I think it's super underrated. And then um, if I had to be a character for a day, I made a last-minute change and i decided i want to be dodger from oliver and company he just seems like he has a, a lot of fun Ooh, that's a good one uh and a goofy movie that's got a, a really great soundtrack yeah fantastic soundtrack Powerline is like oh i wish he was like real <laughs> <laughs> well uh, thank you for joining us today and uh and good luck on the competition thank you thank you uh and our next competitor uh is uh one of our uh few listeners uh from the netherlands uh who have been graciously kind to me and not made fun of my Dutch boy accent. Uh, and that is our friend Gaudi Domen. Uh, how's it going, Gaudi? Hi, I'm good. Hi, guys. Uh, so I'm Gaudi and I'm from the Netherlands. Um, 
Gee, my favorite Disney movie is probably The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. And a Disney character I'd like to be for one day. Either Belle or maybe Esmeralda from The Hunchback. Ooh, solid, solid choices there. (laughs) And uh, when you listen to or when you watch uh, Disney movies, uh, do you have a dubbed version with uh, a voice from the Netherlands or are you doing subtitles or you can you I'm doing subtitles subtitles? (laughs) Yeah, I I watched them. I watched a lot of them in Dutch with the dubbed voices, but I'm I'm now watching it in uh, just in English. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, Because I I was really curious what The Rock would sound like uh, with a Dutch (laughs) dubbing in uh, Moana. So. (laughs) Uh, but yeah. but thank you for, for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, our next competitor is George Robb. How's it going, George? It's good. How are you? Doing well. And uh, where are you coming to us from? I'm coming to you from sunny Tampa, Florida. Just moved here from Atlanta a couple months ago and uh, enjoying the Florida sun. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, I guess you're, you're kind of uh, moving to Tampa just like Tom Brady, right? Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> totally different paycheck, though. Well, right, exactly. But you do have a lot of rings, I, I hear. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> uh, and what about you? What about, uh, do you have a favorite Disney movie or character you'd like to be for a day? Um, I think if we go with the movie, i got to kind of go way back in uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Ooh, uh, nice. Good classic. And if I could be any character for a day, that's a, that's a good one. But uh, always had something for Pluto. Seems to just kind of be fun and... <laughs> enjoys it so do love pluto great answers uh well uh thank you for joining us and uh thank you for kind of uh giving us a little bit of that tampa heat here it's snowing right now uh here in chicago so it's it's i'm just going to pretend that the heat's coming in all right well thank you uh and our final competitor uh is haley stroik how's it going haley it's going well wonderful and uh where are you from um i'm your neighbor to the north up in madison wisconsin um my favorite Disney movie, um, I do agree with Gaudi with The Lion King. That's mm-hmm. always been my favorite, and I really love that one. Um, what character I'd be? I think I'd be Minnie. Um, she's always been my favorite. Um, when I first went to Disney when I was in kindergarten, I just had Minnie head-to-toe su- um, souvenirs and everything. So I'd be her. Love Minnie. Uh, and I see you have a Pawnee shirt on there. Yeah. Wonderful. Yep, big big fans of Parks and Rec over here. So. Yes. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us. And I do want to say a, a very big, big thank you to all four of these competitors, Taylor, Gowdy, George, and Haley. Uh, they are all Patreon supporters, uh, which uh, we are super appreciative of. And uh, at least during uh, the recording period right now, which we're in self-isolation, um, this uh, the support that we get from our patrons is uh, what keeps us going. So thank you all four of you for uh, being Patreon supporters. It means a lot. If you'd like to join uh, Taylor, Gowdy, George, and Haley, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast uh, for some wonderful perks, uh, posters, character boxes, uh, stickers, things like that, and uh, help our show um, continue to grow. So, Matt, uh, how are you feeling? You ready to kind of dive into this Disney trivia? You know it. All right. So the rules of this Disney trivia uh, are going to be 10 points per question. And uh, basically, it's just going to be whoever can answer the most questions right will be the winner. The winner will move on to the final episode, which is going to be part three, and they will face the winner of uh, part two. So uh, hopefully one of these competitors uh, will be able to eke out a win to go to the final. And if we need to do a tiebreaker, we have a tiebreaker question, but uh, we'll see if we need that. So uh, let's start with uh, question one here. Uh, Here we go. 
which Disney full-length animated feature was the last one to use a storybook as an introduction in the beginning of the movie? Mm. So which Disney full-length animated feature was the last one to use a storybook as an introduction in the beginning of the movie? If we do video, we need to do that. Yeah, we should. Okay, all four competitors are locked in. So let's start with Taylor first. Uh, What is your answer, Taylor? Okay, um, this is kind of a shot in the dark for me. Uh, Don't remember intros super well, I guess, but uh, I seem to remember there being like a storybook at the beginning of The Princess and the Frog, and I thought maybe this was like a much later uh, thing than you might think because it was in a lot of the original ones. So I, I guessed Princess and the Frog. Okay, Princess and the Frog from Taylor. Let's go to Gaudi. Okay, so very wild guess, but I guess Aristocats. <laughs> oh, Aristocats, okay. Uh, George? Um, I guess, too, going along Taylor's thought of, it was later than we thought, but I went with uh, Beauty and the Beast. All right, Beauty and the Beast, and Haley. I also went with Beauty and the Beast. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, unfortunately, no points uh, for anyone on this one. Great guesses. But the answer is Robin Hood. Really? Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. So a little bit older than we all thought. Question two. Bill Sykes is the main antagonist in this 1980s Disney animated film, which, despite its source material, doesn't have a twist ending. Okay. Uh, let's uh, start with Taylor. Um, I. I remember kind of vividly uh, the the sad kind of guy who lives in the tugboat begging Sykes to stop choking him uh, <laughs> through the window of the car in uh, Oliver and Company. Okay, and Gaudi? It's Oliver and Company. George? Oliver and Company. And Haley? Oliver and Company. Mm. All the company gets points on that round. Great job, guys. All right, everyone is at 10. Let's go to question three. This actor was originally up for the role of Timon, but wouldn't make his Disney debut until five years later, where he began honing his animated sidekick skills. All right, uh, let's start with Taylor. So I was really struggling with this, trying to do the mental math and like what movies came out what year. Um, But I think this might be Danny DeVito who played Phil in Hercules. Okay, Uh, Gaudi? No, because I had no other answer ready, I answered Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good answer. Uh, George? Um, I did the math trying to figure out the movies, too. Um, I think this was uh, Mulan and Eddie Murphy. Okay, and Haley? I also went with Danny DeVito from Hercules. All right, while we love Danny DeVito and Hercules, great performance. Uh, George is the only one getting points. It was Eddie Murphy from Mulan. Good poll. All right, take it, Matt. All right. Moving on to number four, Christy Carlson Romano managed to star in two separate Disney Channel original shows. Name either of them. All right, so all the answers are locked in. Um, So we're going to start with Taylor. Uh, What did you have? So we only have to name one of them, right? Correct. All right, so my official answer is, uh, because I know she played Ren and even Stevens, but um, I think she voiced Kim Possible as well, so I could be wrong. But uh, So I'm saying even Stevens officially, though. Okay. And Gaudi, did you have an answer? No, don't have anything. Okay. Uh, George? Nope, I don't have anything either. Oh, and Haley? I did go with Kim Possible. I definitely know that she voiced her, so Kim Possible. Well, the two answers were Even Stevens and Kim Possible. Wow. All right. So that's uh, points for Taylor and Haley on that one. All right. Uh, Okay, question five. 
prior to the release of Toy Story, the company that produces this iconic toy was almost out of business. But after being featured in the movie, sales jumped 20%, saving the company. I'll lock in. Yeah, locked in. All right. Taylor, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to guess Mr. Potato Head. All right. Gowdy? Yeah, same. Mr. Potato Head. George? Went with Slinky. Okay. And Haley? I also went with Mr. Potato Head. Great guesses there with uh, Mr. Potato Head and Slinky. But uh, if you remember in the film, uh, they used an Etch-A-Sketch. Etch-A-Sketch. That was my second guess. So that is the correct answer. Uh, after five questions, looks like Taylor has 20, Gaudi has 10, George has 20, and Haley has 20. So very close, very close. All right, question six. What are the names of Cinderella's stepsisters, one of which shares her name with an animated movie from a rival company? All right, we got two locked in here. Matt, you don't have any evil stepsisters, do you? Um, Just one. Oh, okay. <laughs> she listens to the show, so... Just kidding, Melanie. Shout out to Melanie. <laughs> Hashtag not a steps, uh, evil stepsister. All right. So all the answers are locked in. Uh, Taylor, what did you have? Uh, I'll guess uh, Anastasia and Helga. I don't know. I don't okay. remember. <laughs> all right. Gaudi? I got uh, Estrella and Merida. <laughs> okay. Uh, George? With Anastasia and Drizella. All right. And Haley? I also went with Anastasia and Drizella. All right, well, your answers are Anastasia and Drizella. So getting points for George and Haley. Good job. Nice. Great job. Drizella sounds like a, something like a Snoop Dogg would say, like a nickname like Drizella. <laughs> I don't know why, but moving on. Uh, all right, now number seven. What is the name of the actress who portrayed Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast and is well-remembered for the ballad she sang in the film? Uh, all right, so let's start with Taylor. Uh, because I can't remember this, I'm just going to say share. Share. Okay. Okay. It's, it's the wrong answer, but I got Julie Andrews. <laughs> All right. Classic Julie Andrews. Uh, George? Oh, it's Angela Lansbury. Okay. Oh, and right. Haley? Yes. Angela Lansbury. All right. As Matt, <laughs> as Matt texted me, um, she sang, she didn't write, or she wrote. Anyway, you get, yeah. the, you get the clue. But Angela Lansbury <laughs> is correct. Question eight. In the most literal instance of shoplifting, what did Abu and Aladdin take from the marketplace? And for any doubters there, uh, Abu and Aladdin are stars of the film Aladdin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that clears it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone is locked in. All right, so everyone's locked in. Uh, Taylor, what did you have? So I was jumping back and forth because I thought it was something food. So I was jumping back and forth between bread or an apple, but I seemed, I, I went with bread. <laughs> Okay. Um, Gaudi, what did you have? I said bread as well. <laughs> All right. George? I went with apples. And Haley? It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I don't know how they came to have this, but I thought it, it might be the magic carpet. All right. Well, the answer was a loaf of bread. So bread getting points. All right. So Taylor and, uh, Taylor and Gaudi are going to get 10 points for that question. All right, uh, number nine. This one's pretty simple. I just want to know, what is the motto of Monsters, Inc.? All right, everyone is locked in. Uh, let's start with Taylor. 
Uh, so I don't remember this, but I thought maybe they'd want to be on brand with some political commentary at the time and uh, say no child left unscared. <laughs> all right. That's a good good motto. Uh, Gaudi? Uh, scare all the children. Okay. That's what we all try to strive to do. Uh, <laughs> very, very literal. Yes, right. George? Uh, we scare because we care. All right. And Haley? I went with in screens we trust. Ooh, and screens we trust. I like that too. Uh, but George is the only one who picked up on it. It is we scare because we care. Nice. So great job. Question 10. In Jack Skellington's song, What's This? He notices that kids are throwing snowballs instead of throwing this object. The film in reference here is always kind of fun, especially in trivia, because people always uh, misattribute who the director is. Matt, we always get that question. Right. Because the director is obviously Tim Burton. Yeah, right. Jokes, it's not. Right, just for those uh, keeping score at home, it's Henry Selleck is the director of this film. Okay, so everyone is locked in. Uh, so we'll start with Taylor. What did you have? They're busy throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. So I All right. heads. And Gowdy? I had skulls instead of heads. Mm. Um, and George, did you have an answer? I don't have anything. All right. Anything from Haley? Nope, not a thing. So the answer is heads, and I don't think I'm going to take skulls because the lyric in the song is heads, unfortunately. That's but, okay. But so <laughs> I'll close. take my loss. <laughs> <laughs> so close. No, that was very close. And I think if it wasn't a lyric, if it was maybe a line of dialogue, I think it'd be one thing. But yeah, because um, yeah, skulls doesn't rhyme with dead, which I think has mm-hmm. done the subsequent line. So exactly. Yeah. Nobody's or no one's dead. Absolutely, no one's dead. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm. All right. So, uh, going into the final five questions here, uh, Gaudi uh, currently is in fourth place with 20 points. Haley is in uh, tied for second place with 40 points with Taylor. And in first place currently is George with 50 points. So, close game. Very close. Uh, All right. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Was, or call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. 
we'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. Number uh, 11. Voicing Zazu in the animated version of The Lion King, what actor is best known for his mostly silent role as Mr. Bean? Locked in. Okay, Taylor, what do you got? That would be Rowan Atkinson. All right, Gowdy? Rowan Atkinson. George? Rowan Atkinson. And Haley? Rowan Atkinson. Uh, yes, it is Rowan Atkinson. Great. And uh, and now uh, voiced by John Oliver. So, all right. How fun. Question you should do Mr. Well. Bean now, too. Yeah, you actually, you're right. That would be, be very meta. Yeah, he just goes backwards and does the TV roles as well. Yep. That would be amazing. Uh, question 12. Despite being critically well-received, even being nominated for Best Animated Feature Film, which Disney film was ultimately a big failure, losing both Best Animated Feature to Spirited Away and Money in the Box Office? I'll, uh, I, I can lock in with the guess. All right, all the answers are in, so let's start with Taylor. What did you have? I, uh, I'm having a hard time because I've seen like zero Studio Ghibli movies for some reason, and um, I don't know when that movie came out, so it was hard to <laughs> try to track that. Um, so I just went with The Incredibles. Okay, and Gaudi, did you have an answer? I did have an answer, and I'm not. I'm definitely, it's probably not correct. I had The Lion King. Okay, and George? Um, yeah, I couldn't pick a year, so I just went with Moana. All right, and Haley? So I went with a movie that I know was really, really good, but it's really underrated in terms of Disney movies. I went with Atlantis. Oh, so kind of close with Atlantis. Unfortunately, no points there. The answer is Treasure Planet. Wow. The deep pull on Treasure Planet. Wow. For all those Treasure Planet heads out there, if that's what they're called, I don't know. Is that 05? Treasure yeah, Planet was 2002. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Yes, Treasure Planet 2002 starred uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Martin Short, Emma Thompson, amongst others. Um, All right, we're going to stay a little bit into the Academy Award area here uh, for the next question, number 13. Disney and Disney slash Pixar have been on quite the roll, winning 10 out of the last 11 Academy Awards for Best Animated Feature. What Gore Verbinski-directed film won in 2011, the only year, in which Disney did not have a film nominated. And uh, how about I throw a hint in there, Matt? Do you mind? I don't. Okay. And uh, just for the record, it is a one-word titled animated film. I'll lock in with a guess. All right. Let's start with Taylor. Um, I just guessed Rio. Okay. Uh, Gaudi? I guessed Up. Up. All right. George? Uh, Frank and Weenie. Okay. And Haley? I guessed Rango. All right. All great films uh, guessed here, but only one person is going to be getting points, and that would be the Western-inspired Rango. So, Haley, 10 points there. Complete that the one with guess. The chameleon? <laughs> that is the yeah, one with the chameleon. Johnny yeah, Depp in it, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Question 14. As the genie said, you can't go wishing for more wishes. So Aladdin only got three. What were the three wishes that the genie granted Aladdin? Now, if I remember correctly, he almost used one at the beginning, right? But he tricks the genie into getting him out of there without using a wish. Is that how that goes? 
I'm trying to remember, honestly. I, I'm thinking of the uh, Will Smith version that I saw recently. Cause I Why? Well, I haven't, th- <laughs> I haven't seen the animated one in a while. So uh-huh. um, it was really weird. The Will Smith one, you know, he was the genie. He was uh, let out of the lamp from West Philadelphia, uh-huh. and then he moved to Bel Air. And then uh-huh. he had a family. So it was kind of a weird Aladdin uh, adaptation, I thought. Yeah. And then he had to fight a younger version of himself. Exactly. And then he was alone in a giant city with a dog and there were zombies. It was it was very confusing. <laughs> These are all like the worst Will Smith movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and then uh, an alien popped up and he punched it in the face and he said, Welcome to Agrabah. Uh, exactly. Is that the name of the city in Aladdin? I don't know. Yes. This is a tough one. one. So, Matt, if you had a, if a genie came to you, but you only got one <laughs> wish, what would that wish be? One wish? Yeah. Um, probably to get rid of coronavirus right now. <laughs> That's a good wish. Very topical. I would, yeah, I would be, uh, you know, help the people out. Well, if I don't, if I don't have the exact same answer, then I look like uh, the idiot. So I'm also going to say <laughs> the coronavirus ends. Well, it's a wasted wish because I already got rid of it. Oh, true. True. Now you're free to wish for that in sync reunion you've been asking for. <laughs> Just think about it, though. If N Sync, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, all had a concert tour, it'd be it would end the world. There'd be tickets just sold all over the place. All right, everyone is locked in. Taylor, what were those wishes? I'm probably super off because I I haven't seen this in a really long time. Um, I guessed that wanted to be a prince he wanted him to leave him alone and freedom had the genie's freedom that is i don't know if those are even correct okay and gaudi i got only two i got uh he wants to become a prince and he wants to free the genie (laughs) okay george Um, i've got three but i think the first one is the the decoy wish he wants to get out of the cave become a prince and then uh, free the genie all right and Haley. I only had two. I had that he wanted to be the prince, and then he wanted to free the genie. So those two are correct, but there was also a scene where he was drowning, and I forget what it was in, but he did wish for the genie to save him. Um, and so that was the third wish, to save him from drowning. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and for anyone listening who says uh, too much sync Britney Spears talk, they're all in the Mickey Mouse Club, so it's all canon here, folks. <laughs> Uh, good one true yes yeah uh and just your everyone here right now is very lucky that i could have written so many uh mickey mouse club questions but i didn't okay all right so we're at question 15 so this is going to be for uh all the marbles here um and uh, let's see what happens so our question 15 is big hero 6 takes place in what portmanteau city home to its titular heroes uh locked in Okay, Taylor, what do you have? I think that's San Francisco. Right, Gaudi. Well, I actually don't have an answer because I haven't seen this movie. Um, <laughs> but let's say um, Cartoonopolis. Ooh, I like that, Cartoonopolis. Very good, uh, George. What do you have? San Francisco. And Haley. San Francisco. And the answer is San Francisco. Okay, so. Um, our scores currently, uh, Gaudi has 30 points, Taylor has 60 points, and we have a tie for first currently with 70 points between George and Haley. Oh, no. 
So what happens now? Okay, so we'll do a tiebreaker question. Okay, this one's going to be kind of hard, but um, this, is the, this, <laughs> is, this is the tiebreaker question. Uh, George and Haley, are you guys, are you guys ready? Sure, why not? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Uh, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid has a full five-word name. Whoever can name the most words in his full name will be the winner. If you name them all, we'll move on to another tiebreaker, but I'm looking for the full name that Sebastian has in The Little Mermaid. And for the purposes of this being a tiebreaker, you can do them out of order if need be. But I just need as many of the five names in his full name that you can give me. I'll lock in. All right. George is locked in. I'll lock in as well. All right. Uh, George, what do you have? Um, well, Sebastian, Ignatius, and Horatio. Okay. And Haley? Yeah, I've seen The Little Mermaid once, and it was about 10 years ago. So I just went with Sebastian and Louie. Sebastian and Louis. All right. Well, the full name is Horatio Thelonious Ignatius Crustaceous Sebastian. And with three out of the five names, George, you are the winner of part one of Disney trivia. Awesome. Nicely done. Thank you. Good job. Good game. Yes. All right, George. Yeah. Great job, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know it's a little bit quicker than our normal format but uh this was a lot of fun i really appreciate all of you signing up and uh being patreon supporters uh most importantly as well for supporting the show uh but let's just go down the line and thank everyone uh before we move on to part two taylor thank you very much for joining us uh any final words or uh disney facts you'd like to throw at us before you leave Ooh, oh that's that's a that's a tough one well i just wanted to say thanks a lot this is a lot of fun uh I'm going to be kicking myself for getting a few of those wrong, <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't, I don't have any Disney facts that I can think of off the top of my head right now. So, but nope. thanks a lot. It was a lot of fun guys. Yes. Thank you. And we, we enjoy the new mustache that you're rocking there. So <laughs> thanks for sharing it's that my, with us. It's my corn stash. Yeah. There you go. Um, Gaudi, thank you very much for joining us, uh, from the Netherlands. We know it's, it's pretty late over there. Uh, any final words and how about your favorite Disney dog in any movie? <laughs> my favorite disney dog oh wow um gee that's a hard one uh, uh the, the dog in uh in pocahontas i don't know what, what the, the name is <laughs> i forgot the name the oh. little pug <laughs> that's a good one uh any any final yeah. words from you yeah i'll go with the lion king's motto hakuna matata <laughs> hey there you go uh and the uh the pug in pocahontas is percy oh yeah so, yes, thank you very much, Gaudi, for joining us. And uh, and Haley, you almost uh, eked out a win there. Uh, you went to the tiebreaker. Thank you very much for yeah. joining us. Uh, and how about your favorite Disney live-action movie uh, with your final words? Um, easily Mary Poppins. Love that movie. Good, good answer. Well, yes, thank you. Uh, and uh, finally, George, great job here uh, with the win. Uh, we will see you back in part three for a one-on-one competition. Uh, any final words uh, from you? Uh, no, this was just a lot of fun. It's it's a great chance to get to play and uh, looking forward to the next round. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone uh, once again for joining us uh, for Disney Trivia. If this is your first time listening to the show, this is a little bit different than our normal format. We have normal one-hour weekly episodes you can check out every Tuesday. Um, we hope you enjoyed this Disney Trivia and we'll join us for part two and part three uh, for Matt, my co-host, uh, Jeff and Ken, who are not here and uh, Taylor, Gowdy, Haley, and George. My name is Neil, and that was Triviality.
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.